0: The guests on Love Hurts occasionally use some adult language and go into some more intense subject matter. But that's kind of how real life works anyway. This is Love Hurts. I'm Brian Berlin. Today's guest is Molly Brenner. Molly is a writer and comedian living in Brooklyn. Molly went a long time without having an orgasm, And it went from being something she didn't know she was supposed to care about to something she couldn't stop thinking about. It became such a big part of her life that she wrote an entire show about it. And then it finally happened. Hey, Molly, how's it going?
1: It's going well. How are you?
0: I'm good. Thanks for being here. Uh, Yeah, what did you want to talk about today?
1: Yeah, um so uh orgasms Uh
0: (laughs) just that's that's what it is that's the topic of conversation that's like the sesame street word of the day
1: (laughs) oh my god i would love to watch a sesame street on orgasms (laughs) Uh, honestly that could have changed my whole thing i'm about to talk about yeah
0: education
1: (laughs) um no so i i Turned 28, and I had never had an orgasm. Okay. And so I had this whole kind of journey trying to have my first orgasm. That's my story.
0: That's that's what we're getting into?
1: Yeah, that's what we're getting into. Okay. And it kind of, I guess we can start when I realized it was
0: a, th- a, a thing. thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: there were, yeah. The moment that sticks out to me in terms of, or there were a few moments. There was kind of the moment when I realized, um... Yeah, there's a moment that sticks out to me in terms of realizing it was a thing. It was in college and I was at a party and this one girl, we were talking about orgasms and this one girl was like, oh my God, my my one friend didn't have an orgasm until she got to college. (laughs) And everyone was like, oh my
0: God. (laughs) And I
1: was like, wait, (laughs) we're okay. We're surprised by this.
0: like this is supposed to be a big news moment yeah so at that point like i don't did you like know what an orgasm what like was how what was your level of like i don't know anything about this
1: mm-hmm. yeah i knew what an orgasm was yeah. it wasn't like yeah. wait, <laughs> wait explain the this? concept like <laughs> someone <laughs> hand, someone hand me a textbook yeah. it was like i knew what they were but i and you know, my memory gets worse of this yeah. with each passing year. But you know, I think I think I like knew of it, but I I think that whole narrative of like only boys masturbate
0: yeah really was, got in my was head. Was really in your yeah. yeah. Like, your upbringing or whatever. Yeah. That is now like thinking about when I found out about I guess orgasm slash masturbation, I was at summer camp which is like I feel like the classic place to find out about Mm -hmm. this. And I just remember, I think I was like 12 or 13 or something. And I just remember it being like talked about by like boys in the tent of like a thing that they did. And I was like, what? (laughs) And it it was kind of like. So
1: you had the same moment, but 10 years earlier.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And it was also, but I guess it was slightly, it was also like even the, I guess you were at least aware. That was me like learning this is a thing. Like, Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, that was... And it was a real, like, oh, I guess this is something I'm supposed to do. Like, that... It yeah. was that.
1: So, did you... Can I ask? Did you immediately go and masturbate? I, like,
0: when... I After I got home from... I didn't, like, be like, guys, I gotta take... Yeah. I gotta, like, go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. But I... This is sort of embarrassing. I remember... Going at some point, being home after camp, and I remember being like, "I guess this is something I'm supposed to try," Mm -hmm. and like was in my bathroom, and I was literally—I remember doing it like over the toilet because I wasn't sure what was gonna happen. Like, I didn't know if I was gonna pee. Like, I literally (laughs) had no idea what was gonna happen. But I do—I do remember that. Like, it probably happened a few weeks after that. Like, first initial thing of like, and it was the same. Like, I guess it's the same thing of like what you're realizing in college of this specific part of an orgasm versus just like masturbation. But in my head I was like, oh, everyone is doing this around me. Like that's the thing I found out at camp was like, Yeah, this is something that everybody's doing. I guess I'm supposed to be doing it.
1: Yeah. And did your kid brain immediately jump to like, oh, everyone's doing this yes. but me. Yeah. yeah. I had yeah. the same thing where I was like, Oh, oh God, I'm I didn't think about this at all, and now I'm the only one not
0: doing. This. Yeah, like it's this. There's this immediate pressure. Yeah, of like, oh god, I, uh, I gotta read up. I gotta like yeah. do some research.
1: <laughs> yeah, it it it's funny because you know now, now I'm like, yeah, you know, it's it's your life. If if you want to yeah. do that, yeah. you should. And if you don't, it really doesn't matter. But there's this weird.
0: It's a peer pressure situation.
1: Yeah. yeah. Even though you could, like, you could just lie or what? It's like, it really does. It's just your own private life. But
0: yeah, <laughs> in the like, moment, you're like, oh, God. So it was a thing that you just sort of, at that point, did you just kind of, pl- you played it, I, you sort of said you played it off as like, oh, yeah, that sounds terrible. Yeah. But in your head, you're like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I totally played it off. I, I, I was just like, oh, God, that, oh, man, how late, you know, for her. <laughs> for me,
0: it was it was much earlier. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I guess I, I the other thing I think is is it like is it something that had you had gone have you like dated anybody at this point yet or were you like still kind of
1: I was late yeah. I or I at least I felt late at the time I really had barely dated anyone um for you know most of college and in high school I never really dated anyone yeah. and um and like definitely didn't do any sexual stuff
0: yeah so it's again you're not You weren't thinking about it and you never were like in a position with somebody where they were like, oh, maybe we should like do sex, sexual things together.
1: (laughs) And I like I talk about this in the show that, you know, people in college, people are always talking about hooking up and like, who who hooked up with who and like and, you know, oh, I hooked up last night (laughs) and I did not even know what people were doing when they talked about like I, I was like, are you? like I, I was always like does making out count like if i can just make yeah, that- out with someone will that count
0: yeah i sort of thought i think it felt like that's vague it's a, it was such a vague. i think it was just a vague term that people just use as like yeah we're just doing something in a room together yeah
1: yeah like
0: because i yeah and i feel like i would literally say making like oh we made out instead of hooked up because i was like yeah we i don't want you to think I wasn't doing a lot like we was just we were making out.
1: <laughs> yeah. I wasn't really trying even.
0: Yeah. Like...
1: <laughs> I wasn't giving it my A game. So, yeah. It was
0: just a make out. Yeah.
1: It well, it's yeah, in college it I always felt like cuz once I did kind of start hooking up, yeah. I still felt this like allegiance to whatever the definition was. I was like, can I say I hooked up? If I only did this thing, and it's like it doesn't matter. Yeah, they are all.
0: It's again, you're just so in your head yeah. at this point in time because yeah. it's you kind of both grappling with like your own personal like sexual journey, but then this like relationship journey of what it is to be with somebody and what that's like. Right? You're like, yeah, you're both of these things are kind of happening at once. And you're just like very in your head about both of them. Yeah.
1: And I I just felt so behind and like left out in every way. And now that I'm older, I know that like everyone else felt that way or a lot of other people did. But it's like you don't learn that until late. You don't learn that until years later. Yeah.
0: Because everyone's just so afraid to talk about it. Like the exact moment that you have with these people, you're not like. Oh, yeah, I haven't had that. What's that like? Yeah. You're not letting yourself be vulnerable because you just are f- afraid, right? I know.
1: And like, it's kind of like how people don't, people only post their accomplishments on social media. Yeah. It's like <laughs> people, all like no one walks into the dining hall on Sunday morning in college and is like, yep, another, like, <laughs> another day of the drought for me. Struck like, out
0: again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. No hookups for me. It's funny because I didn't realize it at the time, but like, I didn't want to hook up because I thought it would feel good or be fun. I wanted to hook up because other people were doing it. And it was like a badge of honor. Yeah. Okay. And I was just like, I need to be able to like walk into the dining hall Yeah. You wanted to say- have the,
0: dining, the Sunday morning dining yeah. hall conversation <laughs> where you can share the story of like the random person you met. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: where I could casually be like oh yeah I, I hooked up with that person
0: yeah like um,
1: they're, they're yeah, kind of we, weird yeah we
0: just hooked up I don't yeah. think I'm gonna see him again yeah
1: we used to hook up but yeah he, he got weird like
0: yeah you just wanted to have that casual
1: I just that's all I wanted was to be able to say that sentence we used to hook up
0: yeah okay so uh, so you're putting all your pressure all your pressure on like i need to have this specific thing happening and then at the same time you're like oh this orgasm thing is something that like i guess i should be doing but i don't know Mm -hmm. anything about
1: yeah and so this is kind of like part of the next chapter of the story is that i didn't know this at the time but i learned shortly after college that i had something called vaginismus okay okay it's a pelvic floor condition that is basically an involuntary spasm of your vaginal muscles. So, wh- so basically makes penetration very painful or impossible. Yeah. Um so I hope that's a good definition of it. Uh, feel free to write in with uh <laughs> with
0: <laughs> your own with version. corrections, yeah. your own version. <laughs> that seems accurate. Uh, I think you I don't I mean I don't I haven't read up on this enough, but I get I understood what you said from mm-hmm.
1: that. When I found out that I had it, I literally thought I was the only person on the planet who had it, and now I feel like everyone has it. Yeah, now I feel like no one doesn't have it, which also isn't true. It's
0: it's yeah, it's that thing of like uh, you don't realize something is out there until like you have it, and then you realize how normal it is for yeah. In college I had a, a cyst that was like right on the top of my butt. Mm-hmm. Like the most embarrassing and I just ignored it for a long time mm-hmm. and then I finally like oh, got I had surgery. One of those too. No. <laughs> but that's it. But it was literally like <laughs> a thing where once I got comfortable to say like, yeah. Oh yeah, this thing happened to me. Or like somebody had it that I worked with and I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, I had that happen and it became like such a normal thing. And I was like, Yeah Oh, this happens to a lot of people.
1: Yeah. Um anyway, so I found out I had vaginismus yes. and um it really kind of explained a lot to me about um the sexual because i had kind of started you know hooking up with people and having some sexual experiences uh you know later in college and then after college and but i would just never uh, want people to go anywhere near my vagina yeah and i never really understood it like i talk about this is you know a joke from the show is that um people, you know, people would always try to touch my vagina. Like, people I was hooking up with. (laughs) People? Everyone? (laughs) Yeah, everyone. Um, Which actually is quite dark, but um, (laughs) no. (laughs) Uh, People, you know, if I was hooking up with someone, they would, you know, they would go to touch my vagina at one point. It's just really, you know, kind of a classic like a move part of the, yeah, yeah. often a part is often a, a part thing of people the do of hooking
0: up hooking that's under yeah. the umbrella of hooking up it's yes. under the
1: umbrella um and i would just like i would just be like why are you trying to ruin this <laughs> like what like that's... we're
0: having such a nice time why do you have to go near my vagina i know <laughs> i just
1: wanted to like roll around yeah. naked yeah. and not do anything else. like i was just like why can't we just do the beginning part <laughs> i love the beginning part <laughs> um and uh, and so it really explained that when I learned when I learned that I had this condition,
0: yeah. So again, you were like without even realizing it, kind of not ready for like physically mm-hmm. even not ready for this type of stuff. That your brain was all like mentally you were not ready for. There was like reason. It all kind of added up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Is what you're yeah. saying,
1: yeah, yeah. And like I had never even I don't know if everyone. I'm, everyone with vaginismus has a different experience, but for me it was like I never liked the idea of something going in my and yeah. it was always it's always sounded horrible to me. And I was just like, the idea of, you know, penetrative sex, I was always like, Why are you know, that that sounds bad, but I guess you grow to like it. Like it didn't <laughs> sound good to me ever. Yeah. And when I you know, before I had Sex with someone, I always would say like, "Oh my god, I would have sex so bad," but really, I I didn't. Yeah, I, I was like, like yeah, "Don't was go like, anywhere near me." of honor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to be able to say, "Oh, I had sex." Yeah, with yeah. That like, yeah.
0: this is the thing that I just want this for my hanging out on yeah. the Sunday morning dining hall. I
1: know I'm all about that Sunday morning dining hall, uh <laughs> even as somebody. Well, really like,
0: literally at that point it's all fitting in. Like so much of that time is fitting in, right? And mm-hmm. just wanting to feel like you're normal and yeah. part of whatever this culture is around you
1: yeah so that was it was really nice to have it named you know and um and i remember finding this tlc special about (laughs) this woman with vaginismus and i remember she was married to a navy seal and you know they had this like picture perfect romance but they just couldn't have sex (laughs) and i i was just like that like this is my story. Yeah, like, <laughs> this
0: is what I want to aspire to. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I, mean, <laughs> I hope I'll marry a Navy SEAL who is patient with my vaginismus one day. Um, but it was also, I mean, it, that was several years ago and I wasn't really going all over the internet. I don't know. I think I also had a block around like finding other people with vaginismus. Yeah. So it took me several years to actually uh, treat it. And, okay. Because um, I used these... There are a few treatments for it, but I used these things called vaginal dilators, which, um, kind of are are what they sound like. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. They're like these little thing they they're these little things that kind of ease your vagina into having things in it. Okay. Um. And, yeah. And so
0: you avoided this whole thing, and then you're like, oh, I guess I should kind of deal with this at some point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah I bought them, and then. It took and then I kind of threw them under my bed and
0: yeah. didn't use them yeah. for,
1: didn't actually use them for several years. Um, but I remember that it was, I got a set of five and the fifth one was so big that like I don't, I think it was too big. Like I think it was unnecessarily big. My, my gynecologist was like, If you can get this one in there, you can get anything. Like it's a high score. (laughs) Yeah, I know it's like a three pointer.
0: And it's just like it's just I'm literally looking at it's like a can of Coke. I'm like looking at your
1: Yeah, Yeah, it was like long and girthy. And I was just like, Do I really need to do this? But I'm said like I was always such a good student and I was like I was like, Yeah, so in your head you're like I have to win. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i must. like i must i i have a big thing about finishing things which probably connects to the whole orgasm thing yeah yeah coming is finishing technically um but yeah i'm just like i hate when things are unfinished so i did get that one I- yeah i got it <laughs> you, in.
0: You, you got the high score i got the
1: high score <laughs> um so yeah i i did that yeah um I, I was able to have, you know, I was able to have penetrative sex. um, And that was, I remember the day after that being like, I had sex. (laughs) (laughs) I got to do my like dining, I got to have my dining hall interaction. Um, And then, but like, you know, once I started having sex, I, you know, I kind of had, Had like a honeymoon period with sex where I was like, "Oh, this is fun," and then I kind of realized, "Oh, I, I'm not. I'm still not having orgasms." um
0: Yeah, because in your head you were like, "Oh, if this happens, then this will happen." Yeah, it felt like this one two in the steps of the procedure.
1: (laughs) Kind of, yeah. I and I'm trying to remember. I think I, I was very focused on just like because the vaginismus. I was very focused on just like getting things in there for a while yeah. and so i kind of put the orgasm thing on the back burner but then once i got things in there i realized oh you know i don't i don't like yeah i saw the time this is happening
0: but it doesn't feel great yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it took me a while it took me probably years to actually fully understand that i just wasn't prioritizing enjoying like me enjoying it yeah.
0: Yeah, um, it felt like a task to complete versus yeah. like a thing to enjoy. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, which is really sad. I mean, it's just like the <laughs> sex is, uh, like sex should feel good.
0: Yeah, and you're just like again, you're so in your head about what needs, yeah, what your expect, what the expectations are of you that you're not, yeah, thinking about kind of what's best for you, I guess, in that moment.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so. So once that kind of once my my honeymoon period with sex with sex, kind of, yeah. <laughs> sex kind of ended then I started getting that's when the frustration really set in around the not having an orgasm and you know I would go through these these stretch I would go through stretches where I would really I was really kind of avoidant of the whole thing like I just wouldn't think about orgasms i wouldn't even think about sex i would go through these kind of like blackout, like sexual blackout (laughs) periods (laughs) where i just like wouldn't i would just like shut that part of my brain off and then i would go through periods where i would just be like i must have an orgasm like how do i make this happen and i was so angry about i was just like angry to the point where like obviously i wouldn't be able to come in the midst yeah like it doesn't
0: feel like the <laughs> ideal conditions yeah for it was, an orgasm to it happen. was inhospitable it was an inhospitable <laughs> environment Just yelling at yourself
1: <laughs> yeah i mean like especially with each passing year i i feel like every new year's or every birthday maybe both i would i, I would always you know how you do like your secret wish yeah <laughs> I would or your resolution if
0: yeah, it's New, your year's. New Year's resolution. It would
1: yeah. always be an orgasm. I would always <laughs> just be like, "Please, like, can this be the year of the orgasm?"
0: Yeah, from like age what twenty to <laughs> to twenty eight every year. You were like, "All right, maybe this is the year." Yeah,
1: I would always be like, "This will be the year," and but once you do that for a couple years, yeah, you're, like, you're starting to lose hope.
0: Yeah, and I guess you're adding more and more importance to it, right? Yeah, like it's it becomes so much bigger mm-hmm. the more you're thinking about it and the longer it's not happening.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it just kept – each year it caught – I wanted it more and it got harder for it to actually happen Yeah, because I was just so – I would go through my blackout periods but then I would go through my, like, anger periods where <laughs> <laughs> I was just, like, so pissed off. I was so angry that – um was angry that every man I'd hooked up with had come. Oh yeah. And that I hadn't. Yeah. And I was just like, there needs to be some sort of leveling. <laughs> like there needs to be like a protocol for when the other person comes and I don't they have to like clean my room or something. <laughs> or like...
0: yeah, like the contractual agreement that is just there. Of, yeah. Like, all right, this didn't happen. So now, yeah, now you have to make dinner.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like there needs to be something that makes me feel good about You get about something this.
0: out of this experience. Yeah,
1: yeah, I get something. I mean, now I obviously, you know, I feel more for those people. You know, it's. It, I think it's a balance. It's like, you know, it's, you know, you need to, you should care about your partner's pleasure. Yeah. But also, it's, I can't blame those people for not being able to make me come, you know?
0: That was the other thing that I was going to ask you. And I was like, not sure if this was too deep. But like, with these partners, like, yeah, was it something that you were talking to them? I guess some people might have just been like hookups versus like people you were dating for a few months. But yeah, would this come up? And how would that like, Mm -hmm. get talked about? Or was it thing and they were just kind of like, oh, okay, like, sorry
1: (laughs) yeah sometimes i wouldn't bring it up yeah because especially as it you know as it got as i got older and it and it wasn't happening you know not not that i was old but as i got older and it wasn't happening i did start feeling more self-conscious about it yeah like it's
0: embarrassing to bring that up
1: yeah and i didn't and so sometimes i wouldn't mention it but Sometimes I would and it would be it would be a mix of you know some people would be like oh like, challenge accepted and some <laughs> people,
0: yeah <laughs> I will admit I was that type of person once mm.
1: <laughs> Thank you for admitting uh, it. Yeah. yeah
0: I yeah it was yeah when somebody who it was more that that circumstance uh she was somebody who was saving herself from marriage from like a very religious family upbringing mm-hmm. and She, we were talking, you know, we were dating for a a bit, and uh, this had come up. And the thing that kind of annoyed it wasn't that she didn't want to have that happen. It was just that she was basically saying, "Yeah, like I have done this to other guys and made this happen for Mm -hmm. them, but they were never doing anything for me." Mm -hmm. And that was this thing. I was like, "This is so messed up." Like this religious, because they were using like the religion excuse of like oh, well, I shouldn't do that. It's like, we're... Oh, yeah. And that was their way of being like, well, I want you to do things to me, but I'm not going to do anything for you.
1: <laughs> oh, they wouldn't even try. Yeah,
0: And that was the thing that pissed. That was the thing that was like, I would like to do this for you if you were like... Because yeah. this is insane that you had all these shitty religious uh, people who were just like getting what they wanted and not. Yeah. So that was my like challenge accepted moment. <laughs> yeah. But it was like, it came from a place of being mad at religion yeah well
1: i feel like it's good there it's like finding the right level of caring where it's you you know you you're caring but you're not like i'm gonna make you come because that it's like that's like the anger thing yeah yeah, exactly you get to the exact same place of
0: like this is gonna happen you're like no i know what's happening yeah and it's
1: like yeah you'll never it's never gonna work it does
0: yeah it's a very delicate balance Mm -hmm. that needs to be created
1: yes (laughs) um yeah so at one point, so you know i I tried a lot of things at one point, I started seeing a sex therapist um and i i remember when i I was already you know when you do something and you're already writing the story about the what it what's yeah what this is gonna be yeah, and I was always i was kind of writing the story of like so finally, I started seeing a sex therapist, and you know she totally um made me come or like i mean like indirectly Uh, not not, um not directly uh not protocol um but i really i thought that that was gonna be the thing that just kind of cured everything yeah like she
0: would say one thing that like opened the entire thing up and you're like oh great that solved it yeah she'd
1: be like oh have you tried brushing diagonally and i'd be like oh okay but i that i think um I just wasn't really ready to. Um, I think I wasn't really ready to actually figure out what was going on with me and all these things. Yeah. So, it, um, it didn't really. I think it helped in the long run, but it didn't really help in the immediate. It. it She didn't make me come.
0: Yeah, failed, (laughs) failed,
1: (laughs) failed. Yeah, so I gave her a scathing review (laughs) on Psychology Today.
0: (laughs) That's really funny. Yeah.
1: So, um, so that was something I tried. Um, Well, I tried a lot of things along the way. Like you know, obviously I.
0: Yeah. Would you just be on like? Would you just be on like website, like on forum, like on Reddit threads, like trying to get like some some sort of new yeah, thing I, to test out?
1: I did Reddit threads. I um, I started subscribing to this
0: newsletter
1: that then had this like online program about how to have an orgasm. <laughs> I did this like meditative walkthrough thing, and um, I would also just like. Do the like Steve Carell forty year old virgin thing where I would like lighting. To- I would just be like, you know what? I just, yeah, I'm just gonna have a night need- to me. Yeah, I need to masturbate, and I would just get so angry. I would just like lie <laughs> yeah, you there.
0: Couldn't be. <laughs> yeah,
1: I would just start fuming. Sometimes I would start crying. Um, <laughs> oh
0: man, yeah, you're just putting so much pressure I know. on yourself. <laughs>
1: and it's and now looking back, I'm just like, oh god, I should have just if I had just chilled out.
0: Yeah, like
1: uh, I was just so. But it's so, like, it's so crazy when you just don't know what a feeling is like.
0: Yeah, and I guess you're you're probably feeling like a failure, right? Like, you're, like, not this thing that feels like everyone around you is happening. It's not happening to me. And it feels like a part of, like, being a human in Mm -hmm. a way. Because it is very, like, animalistic, I guess, right? And it's like, you're like, oh, this is not happening.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it felt like... It, I felt like I was being denied pleasure yeah. and like a, it felt like it was going to be a life-changing type of pleasure.
0: Yeah like you knew that if you could make this thing happen your whole world would be different.
1: Yeah and I, I mean I don't know how anxious you would consider yourself but I I feel like I'm kind of an anxious person. Yeah
0: I'm an anxious person.
1: Yeah and I thought that <laughs> orgasms were gonna like rid me of my anxiety yeah (laughs) i thought that they were just gonna like
0: (laughs) i think that's like a very as an anxious person that is such a not that specific but the idea of like oh this is something that if i had in my life it might fix me right like this will solve this thing that is not a negative like yeah i go back and forth with my anxiety and sometimes i think it's a good thing and then other times i'm like this is a mess (laughs) oh
1: i want to hear i i want to hear more about how it's a good thing
0: (laughs) Well, it's more that I, I will spend, I think there's, I will overthink things and I think Mm -hmm. it's bad to overthink things, but I do think there's parts of my overthinking that end up making me more like on top of like I, that type of stuff, right? Where there's positives to it, but then if it goes too much, then it's like negative.
1: (laughs) I know. I think about that with perfectionism. Yeah. Where... Because I am well, I I would guess that your yeah. this whole
0: <laughs> this whole journey is sort of you admitting to being a perfectionist, yeah,
1: being a perfectionist <laughs> about my own body. I guess oh, just so sad, but um, but yeah, in some ways I'm I wish I wasn't a perfectionist, and then in other ways I'm like, but I like
0: having lower standards would be bad i don't know (laughs) yeah like you don't yeah yeah it's like uh, but then i would care less and it feels weird to care less like then that makes me feel like i'm not working hard yeah like i have i do that a lot i go in these like wait but if i cared about if i cared less i'd be less stressed yeah (laughs) but then i'd feel like more of a failure which is his own other anxiety I know.
1: i know sometimes sometimes i do think the key to life might be just like
0: Caring less and just
1: yeah. just being like I'm just here to hang out. Like <laughs> sometimes I wish I was just yeah. here to hang out. Yeah.
0: And yeah, yeah. And you were not letting your body just be here to hang out. Yeah. Your body had to be yeah, there for like, one purpose. Must yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And with the anxiety, like the i the idea of having a release.
0: Yeah. It would be like, oh, now my body can hang out. Yeah. I forced my body yeah. to hang and out, and now we're
1: hanging yeah. out. But I really, I mean, I thought it was gonna be like. This, yeah like explosive it got like so built key, up for me. like know? that would
0: literally unlock yeah your potential all this yes whatever. Uh, yeah <laughs> i know i wasn't
1: just gonna be chill i was gonna ha- i'd suddenly be able to like play the saxophone <laughs> yeah
0: yes so all this all the stress is going into this thing happening
1: yeah so there was this have you ever looked at this website how to make me come <laughs> no oh.
0: <laughs> i don't it, think it's something i would have thought to, i wouldn't yeah, have sought it out you have, <laughs> but i haven't come across it
1: it um i don't it might be kind of dated at this point okay. um i don't think they add to it anymore but um it's anonymous people just oh it describing cool. in detail how to make themselves come that's
0: really interesting yeah
1: it's it is very interesting because it's like very detailed so i would look at these i would read these things and be like do any of these sound
0: <laughs> right like, they to me. like they could work yeah.
1: but it's so it's really interesting because it is pretty different for everyone yeah and and some of them you'll read and you'll be like oh, this like this doesn't sound good to me um, <laughs> I mean like it sounds good for the other yes, person but like, but like I would not yeah
0: like this would not work for me
1: yeah I'd be like maybe like what if but when you haven't had one you're like maybe yeah like
0: is this the thing I'm yeah, missing like did thing? I not yeah <laughs> I've been this one step is the step that could have
1: solved yeah. this and people and a, a lot of the stuff I was reading you know now there are so many like more like I, I mean just the internet just keeps adding yeah content about this Yeah, but at
0: the time this felt like this 90s internet web page yeah. <laughs> you're just like this is all there is yeah but
1: I was reading all this stuff that would say like something that was pretty common is it would say you know it can take people take you know if you have a vagina 45 minutes to come so I would be like, oh, God, like, I got to sit it's here. It's a lot of work. Yeah, like, li- like, yeah, so I'd be, like, lying there for, like, 20, 25 <laughs> minutes using a vibrator being, like, I'm not feeling anything. But, like, maybe something crazy is about to happen. Like, is it about to change? And like, it's
0: this tipping point. Yeah. And you're just like, at some point, it's just going to turn. And then, oh, yeah. there it is. Yeah.
1: I think about this with dating, too. Because you know how people talk about, um, like, the slow burn in dating yes that like you know give it give it two three four five dates you know maybe but i really hate the concept of the slow burn because it just turns everything into a possibility
0: yeah the idea of a slow burn is like why i don't what what am i getting what's I don't feel anything here. Why am I going to think that it's suddenly going to happen? I know, but it's scary because it's
1: like, what if I start feeling yes. something on yeah, day yeah, 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 five?
0: Yeah. yeah, so you just get very invested in the fact that it could turn. Yeah. <laughs> like, All right, I'm on 12. I, is yeah. This is the one. <laughs>
1: yes, this is <laughs> the one.
0: <laughs> so you're uh, using that method to like putting this in of like, okay, at any moment, this could happen. Yeah, you're tr- literally trying happen. everything that you could try.
1: Yeah. But eventually I tried so many things and I was so frustrated and I, I decide I kind of loosened my grip on it at one point, and um, and just decided to just like focus on like
0: things, other parts of your other, life, <laughs> other parts of my life, and
1: like things that. And this is one of my reflections post orgasm: is that I, I was I feel like I was undervaluing things that just like were pleasurable to me. Like I was.
0: Like, in all of life, or specifically in like relationship kind of like both, both,
1: but like, yeah, definitely sex stuff, you know. Like, uh, I would just anything that wasn't an orgasm, I would be like, This is oh, why garbage. are we doing this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this, well, this isn't working, <laughs> like, um,
0: <laughs> yeah. The idea of foreplay was just like, I don't want who wants this, <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Um, so yeah, after I finally kind of loosened my grip, then um I had one. It really kind of I know and this is where I like don't want to totally give away the ending to your show. show yes. But um it really kind of took me by surprise. It wasn't, it was not, in, shockingly, it wasn't in one of my angry, <laughs> Your <anger masturbations>, <laughs> my angry <laughs> masturbation sessions. Um, it was just kind of, it just was like, whoa, all of a sudden, yeah, this is happening. Um, and I just, yeah, it was really, I was just like, oh my God, like
0: this happened.
1: I, I, thought, it, I thought it was never going to happen. Yeah,
0: you had like, at that point, it seemed like you would sort of, as you said, you're like trying to enjoy other parts of pleasuring and things like that, you would sort of accept it that, like, oh, this might not happen.
1: Yeah. And it's so it I feel like it is such a metaphor for life and things you want in life because you know how there I'm sure you have dreams and ambitions.
0: Uh no, I don't. <laughs> yes. Because yes, do. you're just here to hang out. <laughs> I'm here to hang. <laughs> I'm, I'm the type of guy envy you. The type of guy who could just hang. <laughs> just
1: hang. <laughs> um no, but you know how like do you have certain dreams that feel feel like oh this this will never actually happen or i, I can't imagine kind of crossing over from me now to, to the to that person to or that, that person. yeah version of whatever this yeah. is yes and that's how the orgasm felt it, it felt like it i used to always say it feels like mount everest it feels like i'm just so far away from this thing yeah. like I'm so far away from this happening. This will never. Ha- it felt so elusive, um, and then, and then to cross over to like, oh, this happened. It was so cool, and it made me feel like, like other things can happen.
0: Yeah. So it did uh, in not the way that it solved your anxiety and things, but no. it did. <laughs> it opened up. Unfortunately,
1: some of- I still have anxiety, or I still get anxious.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it like opened up the. Uh, the possibility for just the idea of possibilities Mm -hmm. and like maybe some of them coming to you like what you could achieve i guess
1: (laughs) yeah it was just really cool to go from to have spent so long in the this is never gonna happen place and then crossing over into it happened
0: yeah and did when it happened did it feel as like I guess you had sort of lowered expectations, but did it feel as amazing as like you felt you thought it was going to feel or was it?
1: I mean, did I? Yeah. Did it cure my anxiety? No, (laughs) but yeah, it was it was kind of both. Yeah, it was like, oh, I'm so glad this happened. I'm so glad that this is available to me
0: now. So half of it was the feeling of it happening, but then half of it was like mentally what it did for you. Yeah. As much as it was of like the physical pleasure of this thing happening. It was more of just like, oh, I can not have to have this in my life, like worry about this in my life anymore. Yeah. And I can also... I guess, yeah, enjoy things again. Like, enjoy yeah. things.
1: Now I can immediately start worrying about the next thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a new, <laughs> there's always going to be, because, uh, yeah, I guess that's your, your journey is like, yeah, once you dealt with the penetrative sex thing, it was back to organ. It's like, yeah. there's always going to be another thing that you can put all way. your time to and stress out about.
1: I know, now it's anal sex. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> there it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, that feels like a good place to end it with, Yeah, you getting the ending that you were (laughs) (laughs) going for. Finishing. Um, Yeah. And then as uh, we kind of mentioned earlier, you have been like doing this as this full, what, like hour long show Mm -hmm. or whatever it's length it is.
1: Yeah. I know. I don't know if I ever said the name of it. It's called I'm Coming. Yes.
0: Yes. I'm coming. And then, yeah, I know you did this a bunch over the last year and you might be doing it some more over the next few months at different dates and locations and things like that. Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah. Um, on my Instagram, I'll post. That's the, the go-to. That's the go-to for my my tour dates, <laughs> my, <laughs> my international tour. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll post them there.
0: Cool. And w- if people want to find that, how do they get there?
1: Yeah. It's uh, mo- molly underscore Brenner on cool. Instagram.
0: Well, yeah, thanks so much for sharing all this. And uh, yeah, thanks for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This is how we
0: love. This is how we fight for something that's right. Love Hurts is produced, hosted, and edited by Brian Berlin. Theme music by Mickey Hommel. Show art by Caroline Mallon. You can find Love Hurts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, rate and review it on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend about it. You can find Love Hurts on Twitter and Instagram at lovehurtspod, and our website is lovehurtspod.com. I'm Brian Berlin, and this is Love Hurts.